Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. What noted Philadelphia? What noted criminal conviction Philadelphia? What noted Grammy Award winning uh, helicoptered into a Sixers game? Ring the bell, Philadelphia. Meek Mill? Yes. Oh, that gave it away. Meek Mill. Back again. Uh, the last time, uh, last week, he was uh, on Twitter talking about endorsing Trump. So Meek Mill can hardly wait to see what Putin and Tucker Carlson produce. All right, I, I'll get to that in a moment. I want to start off, though, with the RNC with a simple question. I'll tell you who consensus says President Trump is going to put in as head of the RNC. Can you remember back in the day? I, I think it started with McDaniel. I don't remember people going wild about who the head of the RNC is. Piranha McDaniel has been an embarrassment, right? I've seen it up close. I think they only have about $8 million, and some of that may be creditors are after, in this upcoming election. So who are some of the candidates? Well, Dan, is Scott Presler not available today? Is he in conference? Or I haven't heard back from him. I think That's he, shocking. Uh, yeah, I don't know where he is today. He might be lying low because on Twitter, that was trending with Scott Presler, our guy, to be the head of the RNC. He's had a, a raging battle with Ron and McDaniel, never answering him about him wanting to be more involved with them in mail-in voting, registering voters. All right, another choice. We're hearing Kevin McCarthy because of fundraising. I don't think that's going to happen. Harmi Dillon, who I think is a great choice. Now, you may not remember her. She hasn't been on Fox as much recently. The attorney from the coast who almost beat out Ronna McDaniel until Trump, for whatever reason, put her in during the last election for the head of the RNC. And then Vivek Ramaswamy. All right, Dan, who might be your choice? Um, I'm, I, I'm leaning towards Presler. You are? Yeah. See, I'm not sure that he behind a desk is where you want him to be. Uh, my goal, That's true. My yeah. goal would be to give him a special office there, you know, uh, resources, and make him something in charge of outreach and let him alone. Let him handle that part. I don't know about him as a fundraiser or what, you know what I mean? So uh, I agree with you. He'd be my choice, though, overall, the spirit of it, et cetera. It would ignite people. All right. How about Vivek? I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, he's established businesses. He's done all that. But you know what? I think he's more going to be on the campaign trail, probably. 
Parmi Dillon, I like to run things. I like a lot. And then Presler and uh, Vivek are like co-presidents of this, but they have different missions. Guess who Trump is going to pick? A guy named Watley. Where did we have Watley before? Where's that? What TV show? Was there a Watley? There's something in my <laughs> mind about a Watley. Uh, Watley. Somebody will. Okay. Here's the reason why. He was, he was or is the lead Republican in North Carolina. Trump believes he delivered North Carolina for him. And Trump believes he is the best out there at going after what happened in 2020. Now, you see where the pitfall is here. We want to win. I get, I get the temptation. Trump wants to put in, apparently, this guy who is relitigating still the election of 2020. <laughs> it's not what we should be doing now. I gave you three great candidates there. I think Harmeet Dillon in an understated way, but the other two get a tremendous amount of power is where we should be going. I mean, that's the way it should look. I think that would be foolproof. All right, 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you need to do is push pound 1210 and you'll get on board. Now, Mark Halk is going to be here at 1230. And we have a lot, tremendous amount of respect for him. And he's running against Brian Fitzpatrick. So I've been uh, sliding off to Dan, some texts, et cetera. And I've been checking things out since, what, Monday night, I guess. And I didn't like the original source of anything alleging any kind of financial wrongdoing with Mark Halk. But then the Daily Caller today puts this in. I think it's a bit of a hatchet job. I think he can clear it up. The allegation is that money sent to him, at least in one source, for defense funds have been sluiced off into a trust fund for his kids. I see it more that his wife was pretty clear and set up a GoFundMe of a sort because her husband was facing how long in jail with the uh, DOJ just panning at the door to get at him. And he's got seven kids. So I think this is a hatchet job by the Daily Caller at this point, Dan. And what we do is we don't attack in this manner just because of that source. We get Mark on, let him lay it out, and you'll hear what's going on here. Now, this, uh, this is indicative. There was some woman uh, who pressed him on this. I have my suspicions about that, too. Was just, this just a voter or was it something else going on? And that's on tape. We'll let him explain that. He'll be here at 1230. Now, you know, this race is important because Hauk, pro-life, national profile, and then Brian Fitzpatrick with that kind of pro, particularly with listeners. This is, this is one of those, it's the only primary in town. I don't even know what the hell's, you know, there's never a Democrat. Can you imagine taking on the Dean of Decency? How dare you? How could you do that? You know, she's going to let drunk drivers who are here illegally run amok in Montgomery County, which speaking of Montgomery County, uh, a news source sent this to us. And the allegation is that this guy's probably here illegally. Well, Dan, the news source, the reporters involved say he came across the border from Mexico May 5th. And already he is charged today with vehicular homicide involving a death of a 20-year-old 
uh, mom and her three-year-old daughter. The single vehicle crash occurred shortly after 1 a.m. in Upper Marion Township. Police were dispatched to Valley Forge Park Road, west of County Line. They arrived to see this Toyota had struck a tree. He apparently, allegedly, according to the police complaint, was going 80 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone uh, while it was raining. The passengers, the mom and daughter, no seatbelts. They were, um, the airbags had deployed. The seatbelts in the front seats as well as the rear were all fastened, indicating the seatbelts were connected behind the occupants so the vehicle's warning chime would not sound. There was no child seat. So the mom, Dan, as I understand it, and the the, uh, girl are passengers, right? I thought she hit another vehicle. They're passengers. Yeah, that's what I think is, no? It's all right. You're, okay, all right. As I understand it here, they're passengers. And again, well, doesn't this happen often where you have things like this? Yeah. But we don't need more. And what's the whole trail here? This guy from Norristown, as far as the illegality, how does he get a car? How does all this work out? How does he get the paperwork on that? The country's tired of this. You're tired of it. I'm tired of it. Now, there's no mention about uh, immigration status in this police report that I see. But we have pretty good source on that. And I'm waiting for a clarification. But again, how much of this do we have to take? And the answer is Republicans, both in the House and Senate, are not going to bail us out. Yesterday, their failure to not impeach Mayorkas, who is as impeachable as any public official I've ever... What do you have to do? One jerk Republican, this guy Ken Buck, he's retiring. The guy from Colorado, and he wants to be on CNN. So behind the scenes, they have to use some kind of leverage on him to say, if you continue to vote, you vote, well, they're going to re-vote on this. I think next week, there's got to be penalties. They got to go after a guy like this. The McClintock guy is a guy that lost to Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Schwarzenegger, I believe, to be the nominee for governor way back when. Maybe he's mad about that. The Gallagher guy from Wisconsin, though, is in leadership of a sort. I've seen him. I liked him. What the heck happened here? particularly the Gallagher, Congressman Gallagher from Wisconsin. How in the world could they not have a united front and say, impeach this guy, and at least we would have done something here? My God, what kind of, uh, I mean, Nancy Pelosi was a lot better at counting votes and enforcing this. Republicans, I mean, they had one guy, Al Green, who had an abdominal surgery, They had him in a back room and they pushed him in in a wheelchair. He was in hospital scrubs with no shoes on just to cast a vote to get to a tie on this. You got to give him credit for that. Why can't Republicans be pushing guys in in wheelchairs? My goodness. It's it's hard to believe. All right. But one of the big stories today and Bill O'Reilly is going to be on a 1230 tomorrow to break it down. Tucker Carlson is is going to be interviewing today, I believe, or certainly tomorrow, Putin. And the interview will be up on Twitter, I think, at 6 p.m. It's worldwide. This is a global thing. Here's the thing, going into talking with you today, because people get nuts about this. Can't you be against all this spending and Zelensky? 
the overkill of America to lionize Zelensky and the corruption in Ukraine. And at the same time, recognize Putin for what he is, just a stone cold, maniacal killer. So, yeah, you can do the interview. But what rationale does Putin have to invade Ukraine? Now, if during the interview, what I think is going to happen, be watching for this. I think Putin is going to say he's open to negotiation now. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. And that is going to set off a firestorm. Now, we ought to pursue it, but I, I have no re. I mean, he doesn't know him. I mean, the lying and the manipulation of a Putin. So I'm challenging you. Can you make any argument for Putin here? And Tucker Carlson's an extremely smart guy. But getting the interview is great. This idea that um, other Western journalists refuse to talk to Putin, that's just ridiculous. Dan, do you think Greg would say, oh, I don't know, Dom, we can't put Putin on with you today? (laughs) No, 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 no Putin. I'd have to think long and hard about that interview. It is singular. But I'd have to think I like tea a lot, Dan. I would have you checking the teapots out here. And I I told you the challenge of this, so Riley's going to say it tomorrow, too. Putin speaks in these weirdo types of things. There's a translator. Then when you go back to him, you know, you're going up and down the line. I mean, what justification is there for invading Ukraine? That's ridiculous. I thought the reason we agreed on that Putin invaded Ukraine, and I wonder if Tucker Carlson can justify this, is because Biden's weak. When Trump was there, he wanted to invade Ukraine. Why didn't he do it? He was afraid of any number of leverages that Trump had. One other stipulation on all this. China is our real threat, not Russia. So you hear all my arguments. I'm just sick of this idea, though, of saying anything nice about Putin. I mean, just face reality. That's the world of reality. It doesn't mean we have to continue to fund Ukraine. It doesn't mean that Zelensky is very suspect at best. It doesn't mean that Ukraine is incredibly corrupt. It doesn't mean that we're harming ourselves militarily by all that we're sending there. All those things I agree with. But on Putin, no, you can't put uh, lipstick on Putin. Here's what Tucker Carlson said, though, Dan. I think this is cut eight. Here's Carlson offering his rationale. Cut eight. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the U.S. dollar. 
These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Oh, my God. All right. You know, look, it's a big interview. Great for Tucker on that. Uh, I, I just saw this too, Dan, the latest. This might be worse than the... Um, we got to get on the Nassau County uh, New York executive. He's gone wild right now because this migrant got into a fistfight with a homeowner. It was really swinging haymakers. He stole the American flag and then he spit on it. And it's all on camera. I mean, how much more stuff can we get from this invasion? How much more do you need before Republicans can get it together, kick Mayorkas out of there, and use this to win back the presidency and restore order here against this invasion? If you've seen that, you probably have a reaction. That's the first time I'm seeing it. He beats the homeowner who was swinging pretty good at him after stealing the American flag for some reason and spits on it. Wow. They have him. And guess what? Here's the irony for this poor migrant. They're charging him with a hate crime. There you go. That's it. Use that uh, against them. All right, 855-839-1210. Let me give you the side question. The Eagles, your Philadelphia Eagles, will play their first game of the next season in Brazil, which is (laughs) quite a plane ride. That's going to be in time zones. I don't know how much stuff. A lot of distractions, maybe. Here's the NFL. The NFL will play in Antarctica and say, get out there. It's one of the 17 games if they could. We want to know something coming out of Brazil, meaning something associated with South America. Not just Brazil, all of South America, America, All of South America. That's right. So I'm going to take off the mighty Amazon, and I'm going to take off, regrettably, Pope Francis coming out of Argentina. All right, that's a good one. And the Amazon. I'm going to put that on my list. Yes. Uh, how about uh, per- Peruvian pan flute bands, Dom? Oh, there we go. They're big, there you know? Yeah, They're huge. There There's go. a whole okay. South Park episode about them. I'll I take those off. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know. I think this took place in South America. Anaconda, wasn't that on the yeah, Amazon? Sure. Yeah, sure. The, yeah, the film Anaconda. Anything on the Amazon. I'm just thinking of bugs and locusts and headhunters and everything else coming after you. Yeah. And the rainforest. Okay. So you can hit us anything, get a whole continent to work with. This video of this guy stealing the American flag or spitting on it, then getting into a brawl on the front lawn with a guy in Nassau County, New York, is incredible. Charging him with a hate crime. How many of these videos are the American people going to see before they say enough? And who's ever on the wrong side of this, that's it. But we're not taking it anymore. All right, hit me on the side. You were question. wondering, it came in on Twitter a lot, Dom. Yes. Something uh, Tim Watley, or Watley, was associated with. Tim Watley was the dentist in Seinfeld, played oh, by Brian Cranston. What, yeah, yeah, I knew it was Cranston. I was thinking, was it uh, Malcolm in the middle? No, it was Watley. That's right, Tim Watley. Yep. So Trump wants Tim Watley. He wants a dentist to head up the uh, RNC because the guy wants to re- go, go back to 2020. and said, you got great candidates. Why this guy? I do know another dentist who would be good for the job. Who was that? Van Drew. Yeah, Van Drew. <laughs> now, I, I would say Harmeet Dillon heads up the, you know, the day-to-day infrastructure 
Vivek gets a piece of the action, and Scott Presler gets the other stuff. That'd be a dream team. That's what I would go with. All right, I'll give you the results of my poll I put up this morning. Got a lot of response to this. And I would say it's kind of negative, and I'm still challenging it for President Trump. I asked, if you're a Trump supporter and he gets convicted on any of these counts, the 91 counts, would you continue to still support him? I'll give you the results. You have a chance to vote in it, too, at Dom Show 1210. My theory is if you believe the government is weaponized against Trump, which it is in these counts, if he's convicted, well, why then would you not vote for him then? Doesn't that destroy your logic of why you're moved to vote for him to start with? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, there you go, Shakira. Let's take that one off the board. It can be a person, too. South America, the entire continent. I've never been to South America. and not sure I have a burning desire to go, but... The Eagles are going to Brazil. You can't make it up. So something associated with South America, person, place, thing, event. Think outside the box. Hit us with one of those here at 855-839-1210. All right, here's the results of the poll so far. So I just asked, if you support a Dom Show 1210 President Trump, and he is convicted on any one of these counts. Now, the theory is people are saying, hey, this is overkill, which it is. The government uh, is involved here in massive 91 counts and maybe more coming. Who knows? Okay. If you think that, and that's one of the reasons you support him, if he's convicted, why are you dropping him? Well, 70, it's gone up and down. Around 72% or so of people are saying that um, they would still support him. But it's varied from about 16, 17% who said no. They would drop him. If you're one of those, why? What is it about the conviction that would make you drop him? And about 5.5% pretty steady are saying they're not sure, meaning they might drop him. I'm trying to probe if you agree this is weaponization, it's overkill, it's obvious. And he does get dinged with one or more of these. Why would you drop him at that point? By the way, little note. They only picked up this morning because I was wondering about this. 
The Court of Appeals, and we'll ask Greg Jarrett about this from Fox at 1.30 today. The Court of Appeals essentially said to Trump, if you're trying to run out the clock more by saying these were only three judges, which is on banc, it's called, you want to have the entire Court of Appeals, I don't know if it's nine or so in D.C., rule on this, and you think it'll take another month or two to do that. If you go to that, then we will say to start the trial while we're determining that. You're getting it or start up the framework for the trial. They threaten him with, if you try to use your rights to say, all right, we're kicking this up to the entire Court of Appeals, get them together to meet, knowing that that might take another month or so, then we'll start the trial while that's being decided. Your only recourse on this one on the immunity charge, is to go to the Supreme Court, okay? And they tightened up when you have to have that to the Supreme Court by, apparently. Now, this is unusual. It's within their (laughs) uh, legalities to do it, but it's just another example. They want Trump to be convicted, and as soon as possible. That's what this comes down to. So if you agree with that, why would you drop him, 855-839-12? Why would you drop Trump then if he got nailed with one of these counts, if you think it's excessive? All right, so watch for this too, though. So Trump has to go directly to the Supreme Court, as I understand it. There are people today making the case, I think the Supreme Court will take it. You only need four judges to take it. So that would be um, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Thomas. Notice I didn't say Amy Coney Barrett, who I just think follows, it seems to me, John Roberts too much. But the Supreme Court could just sit on it, saying it's too determinative of the election and allow it to go through the election. Do I think they would do that? I don't think they will. I think John Roberts is the one who will push not to allow that, meaning they'll have a decision in June on this, et cetera, and then the trial would start almost immediately after, think around July or so, right in the throes of all the conventions and nominate. Can you imagine? That's what I think is more likely to happen. All right, it's 855-839-1210. Let's go to Maria in Jersey. Maria's in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Maria, welcome in. Hi, how are you? Well, very well, Maria. What do you have for us today? Rio de Janeiro. Okay, why? Uh, Mardi why, Gras. Yeah, Mar- well, Carnival. Yes. Oh, that's New Orleans, isn't it? Yeah, well, Mardi Gras is New Orleans. Carnival. Yeah, or Carnival. Yeah. Yes, the Carnival. Yeah, yeah. Carnival. Yeah, so uh, bigger, maybe. Well, I think bigger. It's worldwide. So, okay. Yeah, Rio de Janeiro is big, and Carnival associated with it is a big top 10 South American problem. All right, so all you have to do is hit us with that. We'll get your name in. Now, Mark Kalk, we were excited. When he stood up at the uh, abortion clinic and then all that went down with the federal government raiding his house with seven youngish kids and his wife there on 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And that a jury didn't take too long to say not guilty here in Philadelphia today. Then the next step was when he announced he was running for Congress against Brian Fitzpatrick, the one true primary that's out there this time around. Or maybe even general, well, there's a general election and maybe in a couple of them. So out of the blue, I start getting texts the other night 
about financial issues. And Daily Caller's got a story in an alleged video up today saying that uh, Halk uh, either would not answer or could not answer where some of the money went, or he said toward a trust fund for his kids. Now, I've heard, though, that his wife set up a GoFundMe account, and people realized they were helping to fund her and the seven kids due to the fact dad may have gotten put in jail for God knows how long and still might if the federal government has any say in it. So uh, he's next to tell us what's going on and to remind you about the campaign. You can get into it, 855-839-1210. Let me take Joe and Exton quickly here. Joe's got a pretty good one. Hey, Joe, very early today. What do you have? Uh, yeah. Hello, Dom. And good afternoon. Good afternoon. My uh, South American thing is the play Evita, which was on, on Broadway, uh, about the life of Eva Perón and the song Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Give us a little bit of yeah, a Joe. Yeah, Joe, how about a line or two from there? We'll help you. We'll do it along with you here. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I love it. Beautiful, Joe. Beautiful chops. Beautiful rendition. You got your earliest jet here. Joe means business today. He wants to win today. Evita Perón. Lots of background that Pope Francis came from. You know, that kind of government. All right, Mark Halk is with us next here at a big moment for his candidacy. And we'll uh, let you hear from the guy himself versus all these texting and third parties and daily callers about what's happening here. Tom Giordano's show, welcome in. You got to get in early. I see one that could be a winner here out of South America coming up. Uh, I'm biased on this one. It's a great one. But uh, Mark Halk is with us. You know, I gave you a little bit of the, boy, the whirlwind that we've seen with Mark. And then I started to get some of these websites reporting he might be dropping out of the campaign. Then I see Daily Caller this morning with this alleged back and forth with a woman at one of the candidate nights around the money that was raised. And I look at it, and I think it's entirely appropriate to set up a trust fund for seven kids if dad might be going off to jail. And I think people may have seen that as the intention. But Mark is with us to explain all this on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Mark, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Dom, how are you? We well, must be over the target if we're getting all this publicity, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't do anything with I just asked around a little bit, and it seemed sure. to me you were not dropping out when this politics. I didn't even want to give the name of the website. It's kind of challenged. But when I saw Daily Caller do it, they at least have some presence. So what can you tell us about the video that's up there? They're saying it's an exclusive story and $400,000. Yeah, there you go. That's someone who wants to create a narrative out of out of nothing. But let's let's start with the first thing. The first thing is on uh, Monday, I believe uh, we had filed two committee names for the uh, the House congressional run, and uh, we initially filed HouseForCongress dot com with the FEC or not dot com. Excuse me, House for Congress uh, with the FEC. And the reason why we did that is because we had HouseForCongress dot com. However. It wasn't lining up with Mark Houck for Congress uh, within some of our other stuff. So we had to terminate that particular committee name. And that's why it kind of got viral that we were dropping out, which we weren't. We have another committee name 
mark out for Congress, and that's that's truly uh, you know the one that we're using. So we were advised by the FEC to terminate that one committee name because it was not one we were using, and that's that's a little bit of the background as to why that even went viral. So let's talk about uh, the screening. What do you want to know about the, the screening on Monday? Yes, uh, apparently some woman there who strikes me. I'm not saying she looks like an average voter to me at all, and got into it with you, gone back and forth about this money that Daily Caller talks about, and they have a video of it. Yeah, so so here's what happened. So we were Monday in Newtown. Uh, we were finishing up our screenings, which we you and I talked about last week. And uh, this is the screenings that the Republican you know Party has for its districts. And uh, every candidate who's running gets a chance to give five minutes presentation. There's three minutes of questions. Well, there there were two people that I believe were plants there that just were – uh, uh, excoriating me uh, uh, during the question and answer period. They didn't even ask questions. They just kind of decided to uh, just make points. And, and uh, frankly, they got rebuked by the uh, Republican chair and vice chair for not even asking questions. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came up was, hey, you 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 raised uh, uh, a, a lot of money with the Give, Send, Go. I'm like, okay, well, out of the generosity of people's heart, my family and I were blessed, and, and it was all raised to, to support the family, my wife and my children, uh, and their welfare. Uh, it was raised by a, a woman who um, you know, saw the need with facing 11 years in prison, $350,000 in fines, said the Hawk family needs some support. And so they started a Give, Send, Go. Again, it was issued, and I, we made a statement to Daily Caller as well, that this was issued to Ryan Marie, my wife. And then she took that money and she put it in a trust fund for my children. This is all before we even decided to run for Congress. And this was done so that in case I was persecuted further mm-hmm. by the, the federal government, that, you know, that these kids would be okay. And so that's what we did with the help of tax lawyers. Uh, I don't know why it's even in question, frankly, Dom, but uh, apparently it's a question. It's not even money. It's not even money that my wife has even access to because it. It's all protected for the children. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, yeah, the Daily Caller, though, you did speak with them, apparently. They vaguely mentioned your wife. That's the part that jumped out at me. And yet they still put it up as an exclusive. That's not right. I didn't speak to the Daily Caller at all. Uh, They didn't talk to me at all. We sent a statement. In fact, it was a statement from Ryan Marie, a press release that basically stated exactly the terms of everything uh, and and that you know what I just described to you uh, and your audience and and I don't know where they're getting this information again it's smearing tactics of course as you know and and this is exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to build a case about something that really has nothing to do with what we're trying to do for this republic and frankly you know if it's the Fitzpatrick people you know people really should be asking the question not what is Ryan Marie Hauk doing with her money but what is Brian Fitzpatrick doing with Pennsylvania District 1's taxpayer money. That's really the better question. But, you know, we have to deal with these questions. I get it. Well, uh, yeah, the people involved there, too, uh, no way to trace on them because I watched the tape and it seemed to me these are not average voters unless they're uh, NARAL or something and they're trying to stop you because (laughs) of that. I mean, that's about the only thing I came up with. It was an obvious thing. Yeah, for me, it was was really strange, you know, like a these have been quite cordial, these screenings, you know, and, and very, very supportive. You know, we got nine votes from the Newtown district. We didn't win. 
that that uh, majority there, but we got nine votes from 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 the district committee people, and uh, I never saw these two women before in my life. Um, and and clearly, you know, they had an agenda there, you know, visibly shaken as they were to even excoriating me in front of everybody. You could tell they were they were kind of uncomfortable even with the, with what they were doing. So I don't even know who put them up to it or what, but you know, we just took it like a land of the slaughter, just like we did it in the federal court building. And, uh, you know, she, I went up to her afterwards and I said, you know, well, what's, what's your concern here? And she said, well, you have no integrity. I said, well, well, why would I, why would you say that? He said, well, you, you took illegal funds. I said, what are you talking about? Illegal funds. I said, those funds are my wife's money and they were put in a trust fund. And that's what you see on that video. She's walking away and I'm saying to her, they were put in a trust fund, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and she walks away. And she's like, look at your temperament. I'm like, okay, God bless you. I think was the last thing yeah, I, I said. I didn't see anything there that you were really going after this woman uh, at all. So it's just yeah, not good by the Daily Caller. Uh, maybe uh, exclusive. It was still up there. It's it's way. Yeah, let, we hear Dan has a little bit of the audio, Mark, while you're with us. Sure. It's in a trust fund for my children. It's in a trust fund for my children. It's in a trust fund for my children. Oh, dear God, honey. God bless you. Oh, you went after her. That was savage. My God. That makes you unelectable right there. All right. Well, uh, Mark, uh, yeah, any any debates uh, set up yet? I hope so. Uh, No, nothing yet. Uh, We continue to, you know, press forward and, uh, you know, if he's open to debating, I'm I'm willing to do it. I don't think he's going to do it, but um, when we let when we know, we'll let you know. Well, we're always open here. I mean, we get along with uh, Brian very well over the years, despite some policy differences. And you, of course, same thing. So we'd be happy to uh, do that. I think of, it's the one primary that we can see anywhere around that has uh, something reasonable about it. Where do we go though if people are interested in your candidacy? They want to volunteer contribute somehow or another. Yeah, thanks, Don. Appreciate the time again. HowForCongress.com, H-O-U-C-K-F-O-R, Congress.com, if they want to help out the campaign. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark, very much. Thanks for coming on. All right. All right, Don. Take care. Mark Houck here on Talk Radio 1210. You know, and the I was sending you stuff, Dan, too, and I found out this website. I didn't go by the website, but I was told there was a distinction, just as he said, in changing the name. He's not dropping out. Daily Carr. That's a Tucker Carlson outfit founded. I mean, you know, they seem to be pretty reliable, but they got an exclusive. Exclusive what? Yeah. Yeah, just the, the audio just reminds me of you sometimes with callers when you're like friend or buddy. <laughs> the buddy <laughs> like thing, honey. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done honey with who. No, I, no, stick, I stick with buddy, buddy, even if it's a woman. Buddy friend. Yeah. I don't know for a female if I've ever had to do buddy. All right. Uh, 855-839-1210. Got some good ones here. Uh, jump in. Eagles going to Brazil. You know they're helping us with a great side question we've never done. Something out of, meaning associated with, South America. You got the whole continent. Could be person, place, thing, whatever. Think a little bit outside the box. There are a lot of them pretty good. Eagles playing in Brazil. My God, what they put the players You want to go down? No. Paying for don't. a trip for the Dom show? Let's go. Well, yeah, that yeah. Could, could be. Uh, I think in Brazil speaks, it's the one, yeah, it's the one country, I think, in South America that speaks Portuguese, not Spanish. Does Argentina, and, too? 
I don't think so. I think, I think they're Argentina Spanish. Is Spanish. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. yeah, and I think uh, I can't imagine how much difference could it be between Portuguese and Spanish. I only know from Seinfeld when George was dating a Portuguese woman. All right, eight five five eight three nine. I've been said on Twitter a couple of times. Brazilian and their women. They're the women from Brazil. Oh yeah, is a side answer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good side answer. Internationally known. Oh yeah. 855-839-1210. There's Mark Kalk, and as this campaign continues, we'll see if they debate. No, Brian Fitzpatrick was not one of those Republicans who turned, you know, he voted the right way. It's obvious Mayorkas should be impeached. There's just, no, it's, it's a layup. What are you going to do? This guy, Ken Buck, they got to get him in a room and say, look, you're running out the clock. You want to be on CNN. You're not going to continue to do this. We have all kinds of ways to make life miserable for you. That's what they have to do with this guy. Now go out there and vote to impeach him. Well, I can't in good conscience. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> How in the world did they mess up again yesterday? Doug Giordano's show. Our buddy, uh, State Representative Eamon Brown, will be here at 1 o'clock. Yesterday, uh, Josh Shapiro, Governor Shapiro, you may remember, said we're losing out to all these states that surround Pennsylvania, pretty much all, where marijuana is legal. And I read a piece this week, I didn't know that, that Ammon's a big supporter of legalizing marijuana. But let him explain that. Uh, coming up, is this going to get some traction? Some. The, uh, the head of the Senate in Pennsylvania said something kind of disingenuous, I think, though. Uh, she's been on the show a few times, uh, Ward, Senator Ward, that um, she can't support it. And Republicans shouldn't support it. Because it's marijuana still illegal under the federal code. Yeah, but I think this is a state issue. You know, if you don't want to support it because you think it's damaging, you think young people, it sends a wrong signal. But do we care in Pennsylvania what the federal government says on this? I don't think so. But that's the rationale they're going with. So can that be broken down? It's a long road to this. He's right, though. The states around us have done it. So uh, he'll be here shortly on that. All right. Uh, side question, though. Eagles going to Brazil. Something South American. All right. Ron in Levittown. Hey, Ron. Good afternoon. Hey, Dom. How you doing? Good, Ron. It's uh, actually Rob. It's actually okay, Rob. Rob. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, good. Hey, uh, my person from Brazil or thing from Brazil would be Pele. Undoubtedly the best soccer player in the world in his era. Uh, he's to me, he was the Wayne Gretzky of soccer. Uh, I well, soccer wait, wait, life, wait a minute. That's that, that's diminishing him by calling him with the Wayne Gretzky. My Dom's book. Uh, I, would, I would call him the Patrick Mahomes of soccer or something, if you there want. There you go. Yeah. But you can do that. You can no, do that. And he's, a, he's so cool. A guy with one name. As soon as you have that, that's big. And the bicycle. Wow. Pick. I didn't know you'd actually show respect to him. Who? Pele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soccer? A soccer player over here? This is like... Oh, well, he's beyond. Well, you know why, yeah, uh, Rob? Pele is useful mm-hmm. for me to show why soccer is just not a good sport. Rob, if, if you're driving a 95 later, <laughs> yeah. watch out for those flying pigs. Yeah. It's not one of those kind of days. Can you kick a soccer ball 40 yards? Um, I don't know about <laughs> you know, 40. Football? Yes. Can you kick a 40 yards? Uh, uh, yeah, a challenge? Uh, challenge? That's a good challenge. Do you think... Is that... Can anybody kick it 40 yards? I think it's yards? easier to kick a ball 40 yards uh, than yeah. it is to throw one. Uh, <laughs> soccer ball. 80 yards down the field. Yeah, I guess it, Oh, I can't kick a football 40 yards. So no. a punt, that's pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski over here? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take that challenge up. We're always looking for new ones. But Pele is there a great go. answer. And the reason, Dan, I like 
that vis-a-vis soccer, he makes my point about soccer. If a guy who can kick the ball backwards at 100 miles an hour scored only a goal a game or fewer, an average, it tells you how ridiculous this is. Where do you rank the athleticism of soccer players compared to other athletes? Uh, Who's the most athletic professional athlete? uh, The most athletic professional athletes, I'd say, are pro basketball players because of their size and yet their ability to jump, run, and move their bodies in unbelievable ways. It's clearly pro basketball player. I do. I, I think that's fair because I, I would argue football, but if you took someone like LeBron James who excels yeah. at basketball and put him on the football field, he'd be, I mean, even better as a football player, I would think. I don't see how football, what kind of athletes are they in football, really? Well, you look at the wide receivers, the cornerbacks, some of the fastest guys yeah, in, they're fast. you know, in professional sports. Yeah. But, but then you look at the stamina of soccer players who have to run up and down a field and do nothing for 90 uh, minutes besides just run at the... You know. Watch it the next time. But then time. they stand still for they a while. They stand still a lot, Dan. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not... I don't think they're running up and down constantly. You can make a better thing about hockey, I think, even though they're skating. Oh, you think hockey is more athletic than uh, soccer? Than soccer. Well, they're, they're more cardiovascular because, you know, particularly at certain points in the game, they seem like they're flying up and down. Yeah, and my argument would be to those who say, oh, no, soccer, are, they're so right. athletic is, you know, look at kickers and punters in the NFL and put them comparatively to the actual athletic people in the NFL. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those kickers, punters were excelled athletes at soccer, and then they're just, you know, trash athletes in the NFL. Look at Joel Embiid, seven foot 280, and look at what he does. I mean, that's that's athleticism to me. All so right. what do you, I mean, you can compete in football, Embiid. Yeah, but that's not athleticism. That's uh, strength and speed, maybe. But it's not it, okay. you know d- yeah, different types of. It's an all-round thing. LeBron James is an example, I think. There's a jumping and there's a pirouetting in the air. Uh, I'm biased toward basketball. We know that. No, yeah, but I, I think you're fair here with this argument. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's always golfers. We know they're very athletic. Oh yeah, so athletic. all right. Eight five five race car drivers. Now we got another challenge. I got to kick a soccer ball at Mulligan's forty yards this day. Let's get on that, Dan. We got to get that one going. Okay, Eamon Brown is next. We'll break down with him why he would like to see marijuana legalized, and then after that, uh, got a ton of things that are breaking, including this recent video of this migrant stealing the U.S. flag, spitting on it, and brawling with a homeowner. All on doorbell camera. It's been playing all day. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.